1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is Dan Baer's interview with the writer, director, and star of the new film Language Lessons, Natalie Morales, and the co-writer and co-star, Mark Duplass. Hola.
2: I'm sorry. Who are you? What are you doing in my house?
0: Uh... Hey! You're so dead. You are S- such a drama queen. I'm
2: mad. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you again? I'm your Spanish teacher. So I have to speak Spanish for one day. Well, I actually bought the uh, the 100 lesson package. Will, did you buy me 100 Spanish lessons?
0: Yeah. Why? Because you wanted to learn Spanish. Dummy.
1: Oh. Buenos dias, Adam. Yo no sé tu nombre. Oh! Todo el mundo me dice cariño. Como in, in Dirty Dancing, how everybody just calls baby, baby. Ah. I stalked your social media. What? I found out that it was your birthday. So ready? One, two, three. Here we go. Cumpleaños. Hombre. Es muy guapo. Hello? Is there anybody there?
2: La verdad es que estoy un poco uh, perdido. I
1: just want
2: to make sure that you're okay. Sí. Lo siento. ¿Estás en Costa Rica?
1: Sí, es donde vivo.
2: Hola, papá. Dos
1: personas pueden jugar este juego.
2: <laughs> what I wanted to say, but I was kind of afraid to say, is... Adam! Yes? Adam! Yes?
1: Stop calling me so late, it's so unprofessional.
3: Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to the next Best Picture Podcast. We are talking with Natalie Morales and Mark Duplass from the new film Language Lessons. Natalie, Mark, it's so great to be talking with you. I I was a huge fan of this movie at the Berlinale earlier this year um, when we were still very much locked down and... This was a big ray of sunshine for me in those cold winter days. So thank you. Thank and you. How are you? <laughs> how are you doing after the film has had that great premiere and then did um, some other festivals and now is coming out to general release?
1: Um, we're very excited about it. Uh, it, it. it coming out, I mean, it's it we, it was such a small project that so little of us had seen it. It had never been screened for anybody. Only our close friends and like um, had seen it. So for it to be at Berlin all and then and then to have people watch it was a very exciting experience for for us. Uh, uh, so we're 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 thrilled.
3: That, that is so good to hear. And everyone that I know that has seen it has really taken to it and really come to love it. And it's a very unique sort of film. Even we've had these sort of like screen life films like Unfriended or Profile that came out earlier this year. So I'm kind of curious, where did this idea come from? I know you two have collaborated before on Room 104, but was this like a conversation that had always been there? Did it come up just because of the world.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was sort of, uh, it, it got born a few months into the initial lockdown last year. Um, and I was sort of struggling creatively a little bit because I was writing a bunch of things, but I really wanted to make something. Um, and at the same time, um, I was taking online Spanish classes amongst a bunch of other dumb things just to pass the time in the middle of the pandemic. Um, And I was noticing something that was happening between myself and my Spanish teacher, which is we were doing conversational lessons and um, neither of us were very good at small talk. And that Mm -hmm. meant if we were going to have conversations, something had to happen. So we just ended up going deep, really quickly. Um, And it actually facilitated uh, Mm. us getting to know each other and our intimacy as opposed to blocking it, you know, this whole 2D FaceTiming thing. Um, And I thought, well, wow, that's really interesting. Um, So, um, you know, my brain started clicking around, thinking, wow, this is a movie we could make. We could make it, you know, somebody could be in their home. I could be in my home. So I called Natalie immediately um, and confirmed that she did, in fact, speak Spanish, um, and um, asked her if she would make this movie with me. And she was like, yeah, what's the story? And I was like, I have no idea, but I'm sure we can figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> um, and so at that point, we just kind of built this thing together. And four weeks later, we were wrapped on the movie.
3: Four weeks. Wow. that—that mm-hmm. That is a, of course, like, it's not so much of a big production, but that is a very quick turnaround time yes. for for yes. for anything. Um were these actually your respective houses that you shot those scenes in well, or most of
1: it yeah most of it
3: oh wow mm-hmm. yeah very very cool because i i particularly in love with all the nautical decorations in your house mark i <laughs> that was a lot of, as you can tell by the background yes yeah, so <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. for the fish yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i i'm really glad to hear that this came out of like a real life situation that you had because everything in the movie feels very real and we don't get a lot of films about people falling in friendship or falling into Mm -hmm. a more platonic love and we get so many films about people falling in romantic love yeah and so it's good to hear that that was sort of like the birth of this was the sort of friendship that you found blossoming. My question for you about that is like, why do you think that this type of relationship is so underexplored in art?
1: I'm not sure, you know, maybe for the same reason that that we actually ended up doing it. We didn't even think about it before we did it that we weren't I'm saying we didn't we didn't make it because it was underexplored. That's not the reason we chose to do it as a platonic thing. That's only something we realized later that we hadn't really seen that much, if at all. And so I, I think that people we tend to put importance on, you know, on career and money and love right and like those are the things we we ask psychics about those are the things we like uh focus on without realizing that platonic love and friendships are such an important and, and and enriching part of our lives i think um i think that it i don't know maybe that's something that we're we're all hopefully starting to see a lot more in these times is that like uh, having that is is so is so important, and and um, having a having a good friend is everything. It really is everything, and um, you know, I, I I don't know why it hasn't happened much more uh, before this, but I, I'm I'm really glad we stumbled upon it.
2: Yeah, I mean, we we did discuss how important our own platonic friendships have been to us and how they are just as complex, if not at times more complex than the the romantic relationships in terms of sustaining them, in terms of navigating them. Um, And, you know, one thing I talked to Natalie about, which is, you know, I've been, you know, with my wife for 20 years. And so the romantic portion of my life is cemented and there. And so the only way for me to fall in love and have those giddy moments anymore is through the platonic connection. So it is something that I'm like very interested in and seeking out. Um, And, you know, in in the making of this movie, I think that part of what people are responding to is the nature of just Natalie's and my connection on screen. And and that was a, a product of us, you know, not knowing each other that well, but really liking each other feeling like our creative juices would, would match up really well. We collaborated a little bit, but not on screen before. And us coming together and what you see on screen is us really kind of getting to know each other. And so it, it, is, um, it is kind of a special moment in our own relationship as well.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast.
1: Hey there, I'm Hannah and I'm Audrey. even care if they are? We are always unpacking that very question on Sleepover Cinema. Check out Sleepover Cinema wherever you get your podcasts
3: or at Evergreenpodcasts.com. See you soon. Yeah, it is It is a, at times, painfully intimate film. And as we watch Adam and Karina get to know each other and reveal these deep true is that they start out sort of wanting to hold back from or that feel inappropriate somehow how much of your own relationship did bleed into those characters and the script
1: um i i'm not sure because as mark was saying like i I think we were discovering our own relationship as we were making the movie so Mm. i guess it I guess a lot of it, and and uh, I, I, you know, we have yet to find out. Really, where mm. our our friendship, um, like he was saying, really, you as Carino and and Adam get to know each other. It, it was me and Mark getting to know each other and working together, and 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 really creating something together and building something together, which is uh, mm. which is a which is a cool and quick way to really get to know someone, you know. Because um, you find out like what's important to them, what what makes them tick, what they like, what they don't like, what's a topic they don't want to talk about, what's a topic they really want to talk about, what scares them. Those are all things you find out when writing something with somebody or, or when building a story with somebody, um, and and especially when you like that person um, and you want to be friends with them and you want to collaborate with them. It's um, it's 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 a it's a really cool thing. It's like exploring a new land, you know, you're kind of just like making your way through this thing. And it's, um, it's cool. So I guess, I guess a lot of Cariño and Adam's friendship and relationship is, is similar to us. I think, I think, you know, I think Mark and I, I, I don't think, I don't think I'm very similar to Cariño. I think I'm, I'm pretty different than that, but I think, the things that they do for each other, I think Mark and I would do for each other in a sense, yeah. you know, like I'm, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. I feel like, you know, Natalie calls me at 3 30 in the morning and is like, I need fifteen thousand dollars of blowtorch and some chocolate sprinkles and meet me on the side of the highway. I'm 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 going. Like I'm gonna be there. same,
1: same. Yeah.
2: yeah. That is true friendship. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> um
1: when when he gets to the highway he'll be like "Uh, this is a cool movie what are we making
2: (laughs) no for real i need these things
3: (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing um (laughs) what was the collaboration process like for this did you meet over video conferencing to to do all this stuff or did you send pages back and forth how how did that happen (laughs)
1: I don't think we actually ever zoomed until we had like our first crew meeting for this. We were on the phone and we talked about it on the phone, and then we, Mark, you know, came up with that that idea about the the, te- the Spanish teacher and the student and like what you know, and then and then we were like, let's let's go off and write biographies on these two characters and just whatever we think of and then we'll come together and and see what we have come up with and see how we make these two characters collide and and that's what we did and and then from there is where we wrote you know the story and what what happens in the in the movie but um yeah i mean i think we we wrote i mean mark wrote quite a bit of the some of the earlier scenes and 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 especially the stuff that's in Spanish, um, we did we did work off of like a, a, a full script, but a lot of it was also improvised off of ideas that we both had for the scenes and how they should go and, and beats that we wanted to hit. And and they were improvised um mostly because we wanted it to feel as natural as possible and as conversational as possible, and we wanted, you know, the laughs to feel real and not like something we'd said a hundred times or rehearsed a hundred times. Um and uh, and yeah, that was the that was the major the goal of it all. So often, also we wrote scenes like, and and wrote meaning we came up with the beats of the scene right before we did them. Uh, like literally right before we did them, we the the entire uh, the entire scene where Carino is is drunk, we barely wrote, but we came up with what was supposed to happen in that scene like an hour before oh. we shot it. Um, wow. It was very much a process of discovery as we were filming it. We shot most of it in order, except we shot the last scene
3: first. But everything else was in order. Oh, oh! I was, I was going to ask if that yeah. was actually shot last or if it came earlier.
1: No, we shot wow. that first. We knew, we knew wow. we wanted it to end that way. Like we knew, we knew the beginning, we knew the end, and then we had to figure out everything else in the middle.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Of course. Um, yeah. And Natalie, this is your feature directorial debut, um, and it's so different from how you you would normally put together a film. How did that go? <laughs> and would you do another project like this?
1: Um, I mean, this this is very unique as far as projects go for a lot of reasons. Um, but I, I did come from doing really small things, uh, directing wise. Like I, you know, I, I started. I started directing by just begging all all my friends to let me do their music videos for their bands. Um, and and I mean, why not? Yeah, and that's you know stuff that I did just by like having a camera and going going around town and doing it myself and figuring it out as I as I went. Um, you know, this was a unique experience. For me because i, I also have, was doing this other movie plan b that was like an actual like what we're what we're used to production wise where there's like sets and cameras and crews and people <laughs> and, and all, all all the things that we're used to seeing on, on a set um and and i i was slated to do that that was my supposed to be my directorial debut and we were prepping for that in in uh, february and march of 2020 and then it got shut down Literally the day before we were supposed to start shooting, oh, gosh. Um, and so then I didn't know if that was coming back or what was going to happen. And then a couple months later, Mark called me with this idea, so we shot this. And then, uh, and then while I was editing this, I was already back on Plan B um re prepping that and shooting it and then and then yeah it was it was this kind of interwoven thing this this went to berlin first and then plan b came out into public to the public first and then now this is coming out so they were very intertwined that kind of had like these two very disparate and separate uh experiences directing movies last year that were that were you know months if not days uh next to each other and and it was it was very, very much, very different worlds, but um, they were both—they are both very enriching. And, and there's something about doing things on a smaller scale that is can be a lot more fun because it's. Um, I mean, Mark, Mark was like, "If this sucks, we don't have to show anyone." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and there's something really free- freeing about off. that. Yeah. Uh, um, so so it it allows you to be experimental because um you're not really wasting other people's money you're wasting your own money in this case marks (laughs) so like i i you know there is there's something a little bit more freeing in that and and it also comes with its restraints and it's and it's you know depending on what it is this happened to be kind of like perfect place perfect time perfect scenario where where it just it, it was what it was i mean there's been plenty of times where i've been on a very small set and been like can I just have one more minute to shoot this? Please do not pull the plug right now. You know, I mean, like that, that happened on plan B. So like uh, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. There's always, there's challenges with both and they both are completely different nature, but in some ways
3: very, very similar. Well, I think I speak for most people that see this movie, if not all of them, when I say that it works like a charm. And again, thank you guys both for making it and giving it to us to, remind us of the best of what we had to go through in the past year <laughs> Thanks so much daniel really appreciate it
1: thank you daniel
3: thank you guys as well
0: hey everyone thank you so much for listening to dan Baer's interview with the writer director and star of the film language lessons natalie morales and the co-starred co-writer mark duplass here on the next best picture podcast